0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the A to Z of Sex. I'm Dr. Lori Beth, and I am your host. We are working our way through the erotic alphabet one letter at a time. Just a reminder this podcast deals with adult content, so if you don't have total privacy, you might want to put on your headphones. Today, the letter is G, and G is for great sex. When I'm out and about and meeting people, I am often asked, What makes great sex. Since individual tastes and desires are so unique, it might seem a hard question to answer, but with a bit of research, I found that great sex has a number of things in common. Number one, high levels of attraction. Face it, if you don't fancy the person, the sex won't be that great. Fancying goes way beyond visual appearance and attraction. All of our senses come into play with attraction as does energy or presence. Did you ever feel drawn to someone? Like you just had to be near them? Standing next to them causes your body to burn? Well, that is the energy of attraction. My sense of smell is super important when it comes to sex, Um, and in fact, if someone doesn't smell right to me, no sex is going to happen. I tried to override this once many years ago, um, but it was a disaster. I did this because the man was sexy in other ways. He was so loving and the relationship was excellent. Robert was neat and clean, so it wasn't poor hygiene, but even using a cologne or a parfum that I adore didn't change the fact that his own personal scent just turned me off. I have a friend for whom voice is the most important sense in her attractions. If someone has an accent she doesn't like or a high squeaky voice, she's done. Number two, presence. I know I mentioned presence and energy under attraction. It bears mentioning again. Great sex happens when you and your partner are fully present in the moment. What do I mean by this? You're fully present when you're completely focused on what you're doing and experiencing and being in the here and now. This is true mindfulness. When you're able to be fully present during sex and your partner is too, the sex is usually mind-blowing. Everything flows. You feel like one being, merging and separating and merging again completely connected on all levels. When you aren't fully present, you know it. You're in your head, working through your to-do list or thinking about the row you had last night. You may still reach orgasm and have a good time, but it won't be great sex. Number three, plenty of time. Now, there are some exceptions to this rule. I can think of at least two quickies I had that were fantastic. However, When I actually look at those experiences in detail, they really did take plenty of time. Sex starts long before the physical connection between bodies. Arousal begins in the mind, so great sex always starts there. There is the anticipation from fantasizing about the lovemaking to come. Sometimes foreplay begins with phone calls, emails, letters, or texts, and anticipation begins there. This can go on for ages. One of the quickies I thought I've actually had a six week buildup until I could finally visit my lover. The actual physical sex didn't take long, but that was really the last act, the finale as a rule. If you take your time with foreplay, you will have and build anticipation, come close to orgasm and then back off only to build it up again. You'll have great sex. Many women feel that well-planned sexual escapades and experiences are the ones that produce great sex. It's the time involved that take these experiences from good to great. Being an expert on your body and your desires is number four. Great sex happens most often when you really know what trips you trigger. If you're an expert, you can guide your partner during their exploration of all that is you, You don't have to tell them everything in words, though that can be useful and also really hot. You can leave hints and let them know as they touch you what feels the hottest. Number five, being a great student. When you're a great student, you study your subject and take the time to learn in as much detail. If you apply yourself to learning your lover like you would to preparing for a major exam, You have a much better chance that sex between you will be great sex. Listen for the fantasies in their stories. Learn what they loved from past sexual partners. Find out what didn't work for them. Use all of your senses to learn. Pay attention to the books, music, tv, and cinema that they enjoy for clues. Notice what environments they love being in and the ones they shun. If Emily absolutely hates being out in the country, Planning a dirty weekend away in a country idle is not going to produce the best results. Number six, be an expert listener. Everyone loves someone who listens well. It just feels so good to be heard. In fact, it is essential to mental health for us to be heard and seen for who we are. If you're able to listen with no judgment and total acceptance to another person, you will have your choice of partners forever. Part of being an expert listener is learning how to pay attention and be interested in the other person instead of being interesting. Focusing attention on another can be challenging in intimate situations, especially if your experience of emotional intimacy is that it always turns painful. Painful. This is a skill that can be learned. I often have people I coach practice focusing attention on another and just staying present. Being interested is easy once you can focus on something without wavering. You simply encourage the person to talk and respond with acknowledgments and without judgment. If you focus your full attention on something or someone, you will always find something interesting. Try this the next time you're stuck waiting in a dentist's office or a doctor's office. Instead of heading for the internet, email, or social media, pick up one of those out-of-date magazines in the waiting room. Put your full focus on a couple of the articles. Then notice how your feeling about the articles changes. And finally, make sure that you're not judgmental. Expert listening requires you to be open to all that a person has to say to you. If you're judging, you're no longer paying attention to the person. It is incredibly sad to me that people are rarely experienced conversations and interactions where they don't experience judgment from others. If you grow up with a parent or parents judging you, you will internalize this. And so even when others don't judge you, you may be judging yourself. Work on turning off that inner critic and this will benefit you and the person you're listening to. Number seven, become an expert communicator. When you're able to talk about your needs, desires, interests, sex is always better. When you are able to talk about your gender and sexual orientation, your sexual identity, sex is always better. The more authentic and congruent you can be with your lovers, the better your relationship and your sexual experiences. To be an expert communicator, you must identify and own your feelings. Expert communicators are able to describe their feelings, thoughts, needs, desires, and limits in a variety of ways. Expert communicators are open and willing to answer questions. Now, this is another skill that takes practice for development. Um, and if you find it very difficult to do any of the, these things, be an expert listener, be it, become an expert communicator, it may well be helpful for you to see a coach to help you learn these new skills and then to encourage your practice. The better you get, the more likely you are to be successful. Number eight, be spontaneous. The number one killer of a great sex life is boredom. Predictability is problematic. Uh, We do best when there's a little mystery still. And that's really difficult if you're in a long-term relationship. You can get to a place where you really feel you know everything there is to know about your partner and your partner's body. And so introducing mystery can be hard, but it can be done. Recent research highlighted that by introducing regular spontaneous sex, and I know that sounds like a contradiction in terms, but what it means is spontaneous sex more than once. Couples' relationships improved, their overall life satisfaction improved, and they gained one and a half days per week of happiness over what they had prior to becoming more spontaneous. Now, spontaneous sex doesn't really mean a quickie at the end of the day. It's not like I'm going to grab her and bang her, or I'm going to grab him and throw him over the table. It doesn't necessarily mean that you do no planning. Spontaneous means outside of your normal routine. So if you take your partner to a romantic hotel on the spur of the moment and you ravish her once you get there, the whole experience is spontaneous. Number nine, play. Sex isn't always serious and play isn't always lighthearted. People who are able to relax and explore find it easier to turn sex into adult playtime. They explore new roles, using toys, creating role plays, kinks, and new sex positions. Sometimes things are funny before they become intensely sexy and some of the best sex can come after the role play goes wrong and you're laughing uncontrollably. Role plays can be deep, sexy, and serious. Kink and BDSM sessions are often called play, yet they're often intense sessions and scenes. For play, draw on the skills you had as a child to be imaginative. You can be imaginative when creating a role or a character, a scene, or in finding uses for everyday items. You can use your imagination to change a place into a fantasy location. Be willing to look silly or be silly and know that your lover will enter into the game with you. Experiment. Don't worry about predicting how the experiment will turn out. After all, it's just play. Number 10, surrender great sex requires you to surrender control at some point during the proceedings. Orgasm demands at least a partial loss of control. And the best orgasms are the ones where your walls dissolve away and you lose complete control. If you're able to surrender to your partner, they can take you on an ecstasy filled dance. Letting go is often one of the hardest things for people to do in many areas of life. I never tell a client to just let go of something or let it go because so often the response is, if I knew how to let it go, I would do it. And I remember feeling that way myself. People usually don't choose to hold on to their issues and traumas. They just don't have a way to let them go. They can't figure out how to do it. A good therapist or a good coach can help you learn to surrender and also help you to transfer this skill into your sexual and intimate life they can teach you ways of letting go. Number 11. Follow your intuition or gut instinct. The best sex I've ever had has been the product of my following my intuition and surrendering. Your intuition will lead you often towards the best connections And it will also warn you when you're following a path that isn't healthy. The problem is we often don't listen to our intuitions. We've become um, so used to analyzing everything in our heads and sometimes become so um, disconnected from our own bodies for a variety of reasons, including the fact that we don't feel comfortable with our bodies, that we don't really know how to pay attention to our guts anymore. And our guts, instincts, our intuition, is really um, a key to what our deepest, most wise self knows. So it's worthwhile if you are out of practice, following your intuition or your gut instincts, learning to reconnect again. And there are a variety of ways of going about this. Um, There are some uh, books that I can recommend that can help you to do so, and if you get in touch with me, I'm happy to give you my list. Um, But there are also times where it's easiest to learn this by doing sessions with somebody who will help teach you how to recognize the sound of your intuition and to get rid of the extraneous noise. And so they'll start by helping you with mindfulness so you're able to actually be present in the here and now and able to um, allow random and extraneous thoughts to just pass through you. Number 12, be comfortable in your own skin. The more comfortable you are in your own skin, the easier it is for you to stay in the here and now, be present with your lover and enjoy the sensations that arise from what they are doing to and with you. When you're uncomfortable in your skin, you tend to focus on the things that worry you about yourself. And this takes you away from the sexual experience. When you're comfortable in your own skin, you're free to focus on your lover and not worry about any judgment about your body, yourself, or how you look. So many people that I see have issues with various parts of their bodies, have issues with their own desires, Have shame attached to sex and sexuality, shame attached to um, desire, shame attached to body size, shape, color, and composition. Shame makes it very difficult for you to be comfortable in your own skin. If you're going to be comfortable in your own skin, you have to get rid of that shame. You have to bust that shame. And again, there are a variety of ways of going about this. And in many cases, the easiest way to be able to do that is to work with somebody, a therapist or a coach who can help you with shame busting. The more you're able to get rid of your shame, the more comfortable you'll be in your own skin. The change will be noticeable to everyone. And it may even be noticeable to other people before it is to you. But comfort in your own skin is one of the key features in having great sex. People who are having great sex aren't worried about if they look pretty during that orgasm. You know, most people having an orgasm make funny faces. That's just part of orgasm, it's part of losing control. When you're comfortable in your own skin, you don't worry about that. All you're interested in is that experience that moment, you're fully entering into the experience. There's no part of you held back. And it makes for the greatest sex. That completes my list of things that make up great sex. If any of these areas cause you difficulty, consider working with a sex therapist and or sex coach so that you can be on your best form and have consistently great sex. Thanks for joining me for the A to Z of sex this week. Write to me with suggestions for the show and questions you want answered. And also for that list of reading at Dr. Lori Beth at a to z of com. That's D-R-L-O-R-I-B-E-T-H at A-T-O-Z-O-F-S-E-X.com. If you're American, Z is a Z. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, where I'm at Dr. Bisbee. That's at D-R-B-I-S-B-E-Y. And check me out on Facebook and YouTube, where it's Lori Beth Bisbee. For a free 30-minute strategy session with me, go to HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash dot com. That's A-T-O-Z-O-F-S-E-X.com. com forward slash, and click the button that says Schedule Now. Are you ready to find out what turns you on, what really turns you on? Well, go and take the test. The link is in the podcast notes. If you enjoy this show, please leave me a review on iTunes and or Stitcher. The next five people that leave a review will receive a free one-hour Discovery session with me. Please join me next week for the letter H, and thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the A to Z of Sex. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review here on iTunes and make sure you head over to www.a to z of sex.com. That's A T O Z O F S E X. To subscribe to my free newsletter to help you keep your sex life sizzling. Stay tuned for upcoming weekly episodes as we work our way through the sexual alphabet to discover the wide world of sex, sexuality, desire, and intimacy. Knowledge gives you the power to create relationships that bring you satisfaction and joy. Hope to see you next week.